0: One day in the spring of 2018 I went for a walk in my local park which at the time was Queen's Park in Northwest London. As I was walking I noticed a huge tree had come down in the night. I felt sad for the tree, I thought of what it might have witnessed over the many years that it had stood there. Maybe it had been there for the entirety of the park's existence which with the benefit of Wikipedia I can tell you was finished in 1887, at the time I probably would have guessed the more ballpark figure of old. But what was amazing was the local kids had decided to turn this fallen tree, this symbol of an era ending, into a climbing frame. A place of new beginnings. There were absolutely loads of them. In my memory of it now I'm thinking hundreds, but realistically it was probably more like 50. They were having a hell of a time. Like a lot of people, the state of the planet and the world we're leaving for generations to come is a big worry. But there was something about the resourcefulness of these kids that gave me a little hope in that moment. And it inspired me to want to document it. When I returned home, I tried to quickly get something down while it was fresh. I knew I wanted to make something upbeat and celebratory to try and pass on that feeling of hope in apocalyptic times. Often I'll pick up my guitar or sit at the piano I say piano but I mean keyboard, I wish I had a piano But this was one that I wrote and demoed on the computer at the same time In the first sitting I wrote the chorus, the first verse and what would become the bridge Listen everybody, there's something I have seen I was just out walking and I stumbled across this scene It was very simple, but it still held my glance We city folk heard to the park to be amongst the plants Times the world is stifling, it is hard to breathe But you can find oxygen if you just find some leaves I can feel dejected, life pulls apart my seams But they built a climbing frame out of a fallen tree I remember showing that version to my friend and collaborator, the poet Simon Mole. He wanted to know more about how the scene looked visually Which prompted me to write the second verse He also told me about a poem by Shirley Hughes called Fallen Giant which is about a similar moment and has a wonderful illustration of some excellent fallen tree antics. In September 2019, me and Ben started working on the song at Crosstown Studios. To make the beat we took a loop, which we liked rhythmically, from this online bank of sounds called Splice but we just used the rhythm of it rather than the actual sound. So we used the shape of those sound waves as information that triggered a frontline drum synthesizer as well as two different clap sound synthesizers, the Boss Hand Clapper and the Simmons Electronics Clap Trap, which is legendary by the way. We then sprinkled some live percussion on top to give it some more humanity and it sounded like this. Using old hardware equipment like this rather than just making it all in the computer really gives some lovely warmth and space for imperfections. Also I could imagine it being the rhythm for a pagan ritual, celebrating nature and regeneration. Kids must have played on fallen trees for millennia, so I can picture some Flintstones kids having a ball on the bark as well. This is very much the work of my producer Ben McCone, who is a rhythmic master. Lou Callwood then added some synth bass. I wanted the track to have a really warm, earthy, nature sound, thinking about trees and their significance. For me, a Mellotron sound always gives me those feelings. In the chorus, we have some Mellotron flutes. This is a Mellotron emulation on Luke's Nord synth, but if you don't know, the Mellotron is an old instrument that played back tape samples. It was used a lot in the 60s and 70s, most famously in Strawberry Fields by The Beatles. One of my favourite bands, Eels, also use it a lot and it always just makes me feel really good. Luke Alwood also played some fantastic rolling piano, again evoking a sort of spiritual sound. I'm not religious but wanted to conjure up in nature and the younger generation a real sense of positivity. I guess to try and reassure myself as much as anyone else. The verses have a road sound. The Rhodes is a classic electric piano, but this Rhodes has been reversed. Maybe because what happens in the future could also be reversed. Maybe because it sounds really wicked. The bridge for me, musically and lyrically, sums up the heart of the song. While the verses and choruses are in the moment, the bridge allows you to take stock and really survey the significance. And I think there's some really beautiful elements there that help underline that. I'm allowed to say they're beautiful because I didn't play them. The drums are filtered, which sounds a bit like they're underwater, making it clear that we're drifting away now from the narrative for a moment of reflection. Again, the Mellotron sets the mood but nestled in with the chords is this arpeggiating version. Arpeggiating means uh, you're playing a chord and the synth is rhythmically dancing between the notes within that chord, which I think is um, gorgeous. Lydia Kenny added a poignant violin line. And some wonderful sax. I love the breathy sound. These elements give some orchestral grandeur to proceedings. Luke added some gorgeous higher register piano which just gets me every time. And then to really round off the nature theme, we have some bird song in the mix. The sample that opens the track is a recording of my girlfriend's little sister Anya. We were having a chat about her worries about the future and the planet and I recorded it on my phone. We pitched it up a bit to make her sound even younger, as you can hear by my squeaky response to her. I think young people should educate the older people, because we have more sense, for sure. Okay. Looking over the songs that had come together for this album, there were two themes that stood out. Looking back at childhood and looking out at an uncertain future, but trying to find positives within that. This song seemed to be about both of those things, so it really felt like a perfect title track, and that's what it became. I'm really glad that heading out on that walk on that spring day led me here to having built that climbing frame. That's good because the um, podcast name is Bill.